listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by Chloe Fisher and myself, Elodie Pullen. Join us as we blindly navigate and unpack the raw and often unspoken experiences of womanhood, grief, friendship, and everything in between. Encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful, we've made a promise to ourselves to find our shine and build a life of triumph and joy. Darling Shine is your survival kit to the unexpected shit life throws at you. Okay, darlings. Now, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you do not have to have your life figured out by the time you are 20. I, I mean, from someone who's still in their 20s. <laughs> Look, I'm 29. I'm nearly 30. But like, I barely knew how to spell my own fucking name when I was like 20. It's a hard name. To spell <laughs> <as a child. laughs> it is. Oh, what pisses me off is everyone's like, so it's like Melody without the M. And I'm like, shut up. Elodie, figure it out. Elodie. Yeah. Straight Elodie. But don't you reckon people, like I I used to think like when I was like a grommet, like, oh my God, by the time I'm 23, I've got to have like a hundred kids, have a um, house to live, like be like so set up and rah, rah, rah. And that's just not realistic. Yeah. And I think as and well, you, you expect yourself that you should have everything all figured out in your 20s. But, and when we were younger, we'd look at people that are mm. like 30 and be like, oh, they're old, like they're actual parents. And Ooh. now being 30, I look back, I'm like, I actually still feel like I'm in my 20s. Yeah. I actually and do. do like know, I don't feel so in my 30s. I'm, I mean, you and me are both technically, obviously adults. We both actually do own our own houses. And now that I've got a kid and I'm quickly realising that I look at older people like I look at my mum and realise all of a sudden she actually doesn't have her life fucking even sorted out. Like, I mean, parents don't even have their life sorted out. I mean, I think we always think when we get to that age we have to be yeah. this and that. They don't fucking even know what they're doing. We're all just yeah, no, moseying along trying to follow our foots and foot I actually feet. think that your 20s is all about having fun and, like, you just don't need to have it all worked out. Yeah. And when I say, like, my mum... I don't mean like her. She's a, she's she does have her shit together, but I just mean adults in general. Like you know, it's no one has it fucking together. Age kind of doesn't really mean age much. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So yeah, we put so much pressure on ourselves when we're young to we think this and that. We think we've got to have all this money and have our careers sorted. And like yeah, we're gonna jump straight Newsflash, in. You don't. You definitely don't. So cut yourself some slack, honestly. Like do, you've got. Do you have regrets? Like things that you. Or things that you wish you did or I mean, oh, not that you should ever I, look back. I mean, I think I've said this before on, on, a, on an episode before that like it's, this is the lamest regret ever. But one of, my big, one of my biggest regrets growing up in my teens and in my early 20s, I guess I wasn't ever living in home. I wasn't really living at home from maybe like 20, my early 20s. Mm. But I wish I just was – I rebelled a little bit more and gave my parents a little bit more grief because I, I – like I sound like such <laughs> gave a – Gave my parents a bit more grief. Well, no, seriously. Like I honestly through all of high school and like through all my, my early 20s, like I was an angel and I know that sounds so lame, but like I never broke any rules and you I were hate a good that. Boy. I wish I broke more rules, like took mm. a little bit more risk because I was very – I knew what I wanted – I was very regimented. I, wow. I, I didn't. Your mum would be like, don't eat the cake and you like wouldn't eat it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have what eaten the, the cake. Fuck? But it's, I wasn't the only one. All of, all of my siblings are all like that as well. Like they absolutely drew the lucky, like Your, the lot, they had you, the lotto when they came to four kids because like none of us actually rebelled at all. Well, I think it says a lot about Boring. your parents. Like, the, you know, you guys just fully, well, you're just well, you were well trained. I kids never stopped. snuck out once. Mm. Yeah, I was a bad boy. <laughs> that's so lame. So, no, that's not lame. No, I mean, yeah, it's a bit fucking lame. Now looking lame. back, I'm like, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. I, look, I had we, but you had as much. We had as much fun as each other, and then you started getting 
like you started getting a bit naughty at, like later, don't you? Reckon? Oh, did I? Yeah, well, like you've just done heaps of fun shit. Yeah, okay. Fun doesn't mean you have to be a bad boy. Yeah, no, that's true. And I also had, I had a boyfriend like my whole like from seventeen through twenty one, mm. and then I met Paul like very soon after that. So I've been in a relationship. <sighs> Yeah. Since I was 17. Do you know what I want to actually, you've just reminded me, because I was the same, me and Chloe actually did both, we both were in relationships b- before Chump and Fish and then we both, don't you reckon, we we kind of went straight from those relationships-ish mm, yeah. to these ones. And I mean, fate, for, for us, it just was absolutely perfect. But what I do wish, I don't know if you ever look back and think this, I wish I embraced my independent, I mean, we're mm. both super independent. Mm. That's just a coincidence. Um, but I wish I did embrace like being just super rogue and single for a while. Yeah, like don't no, like I just agree. doing just doing me. But it just the timelines just didn't add up, and yeah. I would never regret that because like I, I'm yeah. so stoked with when everything fell into place. But because I look at friends who do go from like some of our friends do go from guy to guy to guy, and maybe it hasn't worked out that they've found the right guy, but they do feel like maybe they aren't comfortable on mm. their own. And I don't mean some of our friends, but just heaps of chicks in general mm. don't you think lots of people yeah I feel like now looking back I actually if if I if Paul and I something was to ever happen I actually don't know what I would do on my own yeah I but, mean you've been thrown into the deep ends you've worked it yeah. out I know that you would be the same as me and I think it's about I think but yours so, wasn't by choice it wasn't like by if choice. for, for some true. reason you, you and your partner split up by choice I, it would be a, it'd be a different ball game I feel like <laughs> Yeah, fucking oath, yeah. Navigating I, I just, relationships. I just think it is such an important one to just, just this, the pressure of marriage and kids and the body clock. Mm. I mean, it is scary because there is that body clock, but just stop thinking you've got to be in a relationship because when you force it, you're not going to be truly mm. in love. You're not going to find the exact right person when you force it. You're always going to be going out with And if there's any duds. questions at all, if there's any like – if you're questioning a relationship yeah. at all, I think yeah. that it's just safe to say pull the pin because you don't need like yeah. generally and the grass isn't greener on the other side. That's the other thing. If you are single, stop looking at your friends that are in what you would think as perfect relationships because you don't know what happens between behind closed doors. The grass is not always greener. And hey, we've had we've had, we know heaps of people that were in perfect relationships and then they finally get married or something. Or you think they're just in perfect relationships forever and then they fucking just randomly divorce or break up mm. and you're like, oh, I thought that was the dream couple. I wanted that. Da 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 da. And you just you just don't know. So it's it's just an individual case by case scenario. So don't look at other people and wish you had what they had. You, yes, obviously you can have your dreams. Mm. But just fucking do you yeah. and just be comfortable with that. You're a different person. Yeah. Like another thing Another thing that I wish that I did and I know that you've done it a lot and we spoke about it in a previous episode about the Matthew McConaughey journaling. I wish I journaled and I like I still mm. don't really like do it well now but I wish from growing up and I wish that in my early 20s or even when I was at school I would keep a journal next to my bed and before I go to bed mm. write thoughts each night or every couple of nights and just to look back on I think that that'd be so awesome like what he was talking about that list of goals that he set himself nearly 20 years ago yeah I think that that's just so cool to look like that'd be amazing to look back on but you got to go start somewhere so I think that there's if there's a piece of advice in that it'd be 
pick up a pen and paper, get a book and yeah. just journal stuff because don't throw it out. Like Paul used to journal heaps when he was younger and he, those books, I don't even, I think that they're in a, in a, um, a bag in That'd America and he's just got heaps of them because he used to love doing that and he used to t- write about all of his trips and his, when he was a surfer and when he used to go around the globe, he used to journal, yeah, when he was on the Did road. Did he write? Like, yeah, he yeah, would, himself. I want to become a professional DJ. Oh, I, don't, I honestly haven't read them, but yeah, he used to journal, so... Yeah, wow. he – I hope, like, one day if we do it, like, if he ever does a doco or something like that, it'd be so cool to, like, read oh, back on those. Got to find them first, but they're but, somewhere. Mm, well, I mean, when we're 40, we're going to be looking back on the journals that we've written the last year and be like, wow, 10 years later, this mm-hmm. is what we were thinking and saying yeah. and doing. And like, so definitely journal if you can. You yeah, if you're that. I mean, yeah, but I didn't do it before. I, I've only done it the past, like, year and a half since Chump, really. Mm. I, I didn't really journal before, yeah. ever. And another thing that I also really wish that I did, which I feel like when you're younger, unless you're like in a band, it's a bit like not cool to know an instrument, but I bloody (sighs) wish. No, I I think that like I used to be Mm. like, oh, I'm not learning. Like when you're in high school, I didn't love music Mm. classes. Like I thought it was a bit like lame. I actually did. The nerds did music, I just you didn't, reckon? I just didn't like music. I was like, that is so boring. You used I, to get forced to do music classes and I'm like, ugh. But I now, looking back, I really did do wish that I learned an instrument, whether that had been the guitar. I'd love to learn the piano. It is so true because the create it was like, yeah, know, the creatives were like. I like, did drama, yeah. but like I was like never into music. And I, I yeah, I really wish that I learned. Yeah, I want to get a piano. I'd love, imagine being able to play yeah, the piano. Um, like, you know, when you're like, we yeah. used to, when we travel around um, and we have our big groups with us when we travel, like Paul's management and yeah. like other artists and their wives and all that, we'd like have a night out where the boys would play and we'd come back to the hotel and if there was ever like a piano in yeah. the hotel lobby we'd all have a, had a few drinks oh, and we'd all like c- c- pile so around fun. the piano and a few of them could actually play the piano yeah. so we'd all and just be singing sing. and like it was so fun I'm like how do you learn that yeah. and some of them have just learned just through yeah. apps and stuff like that but just full self-taught yeah. well that's like chump I always used to watch him if ever we were at an event people would just be like oh here's a guitar yeah. can you play something and he just draws this epic yeah. like energy yeah. and crowd and people just love it and you just provide literally literally like free entertainment for your friends and people just people just freaking mm-hmm. love it yeah like so yeah don't don't be a loser and think being a creative is not not cool be a bloody creative if you can yes Open if you have the opportunity if you have the opportunity eye. for sure learn an instrument and also a language that's another thing i'm a talentless fuck i can't draw <laughs> i can't sing i can't dance i can't sing no i can't play any, any instrument like yeah i, I get, feel like that as well i was just saying to one of um the boys in America, we went, I think we're going to like the hardware store or something. And he was just like, what's your purpose? Like, it's what's funny because we actually are going to speak about purpose in life. And he's like, what's your purpose? Like, what are you good at? What are you passionate about? Mm. And I'm like, hmm, that's a really good question. Like, I just think that I'm a, I want to be a mum. Like, and he's like, no, no, no. like you have, like, what are you good at? And I'm like, <laughs> you're good at, no, doing- I was like, I actually don't know. Like, you're I, good at I'm good at organizing stuff. I'm good at. You know that, but he's You're just like, no, manager. but like, let's, let's, let's try and get a hobby or let's get a, like a little passion thing for you. And I was like, oh, okay, well, mate, I would have loved, I would love to try and learn when my wrist is better. I'm going to be like a full athlete. I'm going to just learn how to play yeah. tennis. I'm going to do tennis, tennis lessons. Yeah. I want to do, learn how to play golf. I'm going to do yeah. all these well, that's things. The thing. but I'm a bit We're sitting here now. saying, oh, we wish we did this and we did that, but we could learn how to play guitar now. Fully. We could learn piano. We can learn, mm-hmm. we could just go to singing or dancing classes or some shit like that. 
I mean, we, we should. Do dance classes. It's still to be that funny. Jazz. Yeah. Hip hop, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm doing Spanish lessons, so that's not going so. Yeah, great. it's never too late. That's the thing. I mean, I'm definitely not going to do it because I'm a pussy. I'm not just going to. I mean, I should. Um, okay. So, what are some of your regrets, Elle? Um, rugrats. Definitely no rugrats, but big regrets of. Do you know what? And this is so. I hate myself for saying this, but I actually really regret going to uni. Yeah, uh, it was a bloody waste of time for me. I'm not so an academic. I, I hate. I hate sitting at a fucking computer. Like, what yes, a waste of time I for me. I couldn't for wait to get out of school. But then I was like, mummy wants me to go to uni. Wow, let's ro- enrol. And I just shouldn't have done that bloody waste of time. Definitely didn't need it for Darling Shine. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I didn't need it for any of the jobs I've done. I did three years doing um, PR and, and business, a business degree. I did a year of nursing, which I – do you know what? I regret not taking my nursing further and becoming a full RN, which is a registered nurse. I just did my endorsed enrolled nursing, which is cool because I would love to be a midwife, but I think I was a bit young and mm. I was a bit – yeah, the I whole thing I know a few people so that scary. have gone into nursing and then gone into midwifery and then just freak the fuck out because it's, it's so just scary. too much at a young age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so – I mean, look, you don't need to rush into things like that after school. If you want to have a, have a few years off, go travelling or just save some money, just work and then go into uni later when you've got more of a clear head because I had this thing in my head that I had to smash uni out and be like really young when I finished uni so then I could dive into a career. I don't know what I was thinking because I'm not a career-driven person. I think it's all just about how that in every, every individual person – has different like desires and Mm. when you finish school some people know exactly what they want to do and that Mm. is absolutely fine dive into uni go and do that if you want to be a nurse and you know that you want to be a nurse go and do that if you want to be a school teacher go and do that but for people that are unsure and they're like i'm just going to go and do a communication and yeah, sit what on is the it? fence like, for a You know bit. what those, those – Oh, the arts degree. Yeah, the one how it's just like communication, a Bachelor of Communication just because they want going to go to uni. I think that they just they're the degree. people that are a little bit – I don't know. I, it's hard because I don't want to be saying don't go to uni. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, personally, don't go to uni. <laughs> no, go to uni, but personally I actually do regret that because – I do have a hex debt and I just feel like it's stupid and useless for me and I hated the whole time and I don't know why I fucking mm. did it. I literally think I did it to like be like, I have a degree. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest dumbass with a degree. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> don't also the, – the other thing I was really afraid of was failure and I used to look at Chloe who set up a Lowy when we were so young. You did your Lowy swimwear mm-hmm. business and I, I was, was like, 20. oh, my God, you – are just so ballsy and wow that's amazing and look it is so doable to do that but I had lots of little ideas and I was just always so scared of failure I was like what will people think like you know what if it doesn't work out and fuck you just you live and you learn and if it doesn't work out cool start the next one and you'll figure it out I really have regret like I just think just dive in I would just dive in now I've got way more balls now but, yeah, I remember when I was 19 and I was about to turn 20 and I literally had in my head like, okay, now that I'm 20, like 20 is like a massive number. I thought I was like turning 50. I was like, I've got to stop drinking. I've got to be so serious. I've just got to – I think I thought I just had to like suddenly become this boring fucking person. And I just – yeah, I mean that lasted a day obviously. <laughs> but did, did you ever think that? I thought when I had to turn a certain age I had to just switch to adult mode quickly or something. I remember doing that. Well, I moved to America when I was 21 with Paul. Yeah. So I kind of like missed out a bit of a, like a chunk of like reality back mm. here. 
Yeah, you did actually. You but, were... but in saying that, I worked my whole – like yeah. I didn't go over there with like nothing. I, I – like you, we I worked since I was 12 yeah. or 13 everywhere yeah. and I didn't stop working Same. until I was – I never stopped – I've never stopped mm. working but like when I moved to America, obviously I couldn't work over there. Mm. So I – but I went over there with a chunk of money because yeah. I've always worked my whole life and that's just how my parents brought me up. You I never got. We never really got. I never got anything handed to me. None. Oh fuck no! I was paying rent when I was like yeah. fucking born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you and me were always really good savers. Like as soon as, you know, as soon as we were like allowed to work, we were working. You know, little mm. cafe jobs after after school. I was working at nursing homes after school. Like everything like I could do. Delight. Yeah, woolies. All, woolies. We both loved woolies. We were both always saving. I had heaps of money. I was like mm. way richer back then than I am now. <laughs> um, yeah, so we saved up and then we could afford to travel. And I just think lots of people have, have it in their head like, do I, do I travel or do I work? Yeah. It is I, a bit I, of a catch I, 22. I, I, it's a hard one because, like, we're, we're I do believe that. Your 20s isn't all about focusing on your career. Mm. I think that you should really – it's really hard as well for kids this day and age in their 20s because of this or the whole COVID pandemic. You, They've lost two years of their life. Oh. So those two years would be like dance. the best times when they're meant to be going and um, travelling and like experiencing different cultures and getting overseas, do it, living abroad, taking it, taking a gap year. Some some people have actually lost that whole chunk of their so life, fun. and then they've like woken up and they've come out of this pandemic, which when we are, where we are now, and they've lost time in a sense yeah. that like now they kind of do need to start thinking about the serious stuff That's and so their true. career and, and all that sort of thing. So they don't don't say that. I mean, it's two years. What's two years? Like it's, yeah. it's been two years. But, yeah, it is a bit that – is, that is hectic that they have kind of essentially lost two years where they could be out meeting people out, mm. you know. Hopefully everyone took, the, took, took advantage of that and worked. Yeah. But <laughs> Saved up some money. Yeah, exactly. That's true. While well, they couldn't travel. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I would say – I would say just be a yes man, like – travel, party, have fun. If there's opportunities, if someone's asking you to come and do something and it sounds really fun, go and do it. Go and do it. You might die tomorrow, mate. Yeah, fully. Just, yeah, just don't be a pussy. Jump straight in. We actually had a listener write in and ask the question, do I save to travel or save to buy a house? And we were kind of debating this one and I don't really know how to advise that answer. I I would, Mm. I think that maybe you can do both. You need to have like a pocket for the, the house and a pocket for the um, the travel mm. and put a bit aside in both. Don't be an idiot. Don't travel if maybe, you've got like a dollar to your name and just yeah, obviously. You know. But maybe you do you 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 save up your big chunk of your money to do the traveling and consistently you are putting a small amount away mm. for your house, so you're still adding to that and you're still gaining interest and all that sort of stuff. But then you you do your, your bit of your travel stint, whether that is for a, a couple of months, and then you come home, and then that travel fund it kind of like reverses, yeah. and you do yeah. the little bit of money into the travel fund, and the big bit of the money that's going into the savings into the mortgage fund. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, money definitely does not buy happiness. Really, experiences no. definitely do, and you have mm-hmm. memories forever. So I would say, I would say travel, but then don't like. I mean, then you have to have some sensibility about you. You can't yeah. just travel with no money. Yeah, like no, 
So that is a really hard one and it's obviously going to be based on each individual because some people, they just want their the stability of having their, their unit or mm-hmm. their house or whatever they can afford. And each their own as yeah. well. Like what we're saying, like all of this is just completely coming from our point of view on what we would do and what we wish we had done. But some people have their heads switched on a little bit yeah. different to what we do. Yeah. So like, take our what, word for it. Yeah, it, Adventures for me bring happiness to yeah, me not same. things really that's yeah. that's me but then I am lucky enough that I do have some things as well yeah like you know my house and stuff so um and then I think what we kind of touched on before is a big one is about in your 20s it's about finding your purpose and spending time with just you and I think this is a big one because I never I feel like you're trying to give so much of yourself and like overexert yourself so much in your twenties. Mm. Like you're like an energizer bunny, but I I do wish that I actually spent more time alone, and I wish that I spent more time understanding myself and you know self care and doing all those like yoga and meditation and all that sort of thing because I just didn't do that. <laughs> do what? you remember like maybe five ten years ago when people would be like? yeah, I'm meditating or something, you'd be like, what a freak. What the hell does that even mean? Like, do you kind of yeah, remember? No, it was I remember just that. Like, or yoga, I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. That's boring. Like, yeah. where, where are you, like, from Byron Bay or something? Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely wish I started yoga a lot younger. And, yeah, what you said, like, being in tune with ourselves and our bodies and finding that mindfulness mm-hmm. and meditating for sure. I still don't know how to. I'm still not. not but I love it now. I, I just mm. wish that I did that way earlier on. Like mm. if I practiced yoga and I practiced meditation in my early 20s, I think that it would be a whole different ball game. I, like yeah. you just become, we become so self-aware. Self-aware and, self, and you self-reflect more and you just start to think and look at the bigger picture in life, don't you think? And then I and think like, as well, yeah, you just continuously question yourself. Like don't ever settle for anything. Like you need to find what makes you happy. Mm. Don't worry about anyone else because they actually don't oh, really worry about you. You no. need to like focus on you. Like, And oh, we said before, yeah. find your hobbies, find a sport, find a team that you like to be involved in. And No one's going to look out for you like you look out for yourself. Don't be bloody fooled. Yeah, and then if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, you're not a damn fucking tree, you can move. You can literally pick yourself up and you can move. You can move away, you can move suburb, you can literally change your job, change what you're doing. You're not like stuck. Isn't that true? You're not a tree. You're not like growing roots in the ground. You can like shake it up. You can fucking move and change. Uplift. Up, uplift and uproot. Uproot. <laughs> no, but yeah, change. If you're not, if you, and that's the other thing, like in relationships, if you're stuck in, you know, a toxic relationship, or if you're feeling like you're being controlled, or if someone's not letting you see your friends or something weird like that, like that happens. That's, that, you know, that's a common mm. thing. Get out of that relationship. Don't, like, I mean, and that's easier said than done because some people can't get out of relationships because of many mm. different reasons. But you, you need to, yeah, call that helpline or get 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 yourself out of there. Don't be afraid of change. Yeah, I love change and I used to be afraid of change. I, I used to really love stability and don't get me wrong, I still like like routine but I, I feel like I get itchy feet when I'm in one spot yeah. for too long we're now very because adaptable. We're so, I'm so used to being life on the road. Yeah. Like I've been here home for a few months now and I'm always like, okay, when can I go on my next trip, you know? 
try and find a career that sort of intercepts this. That is just like the bingo. golden ticket. That's bloody bingo for you. That's where I kind of came up with my swimwear label. I loved swimwear. I loved going to the beach. Yeah. I, I really lived and breathed that lifestyle. So I was like, what am I going to do that I can keep this lifestyle and keep doing what I doing this? And then I thought, no brainer, I'm going to start a swimwear label. I guess it was like, what, nearly like 10 years ago now mm. before swimwear was just every man's dog was doing it. And you could do it while you were traveling. And I could do it while I was on the road. So it was so perfect. That's the beauty of online businesses yeah. these days. Like all this like online money that you can just be making, you know, mm-hmm. just give it a shot. Not, yeah. Don't be, don't be afraid of failure, darlings. But I would say also be conservative too, because I, I, when it comes to starting your own business, don't like borrow unless it's a hard one to say. Like I wouldn't recommend borrowing a hundred thousand dollars and chucking something in the deep end if you don't know if it's going to yeah. work and it's not being tried and tested. Whereas I think I started with a couple of grand and a couple of bikinis. You know what I mean? I started small and kind of got a feel for it and take risks, but also don't take risks that are too big. <laughs> Take sensible risks. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a funny one because, like, we're just like, dive in, take life by the horns, but but be careful and make sure you always have a savings account. Yeah. <laughs> and just don't also take lives by the horns because it's a bit scary out there. It's a bloody jungle out there. It is. It is. It'll let you up. Out in the wild. Um, and I really love this quote, work to live, not live to work. I love yeah, that one. It's a simple one. Another quote we love was by our good friend Steve Jobs. We all know about him now. He's a good mate. <laughs> it says, don't let the noise of others' opinion drown out your own inner voice. Mm. And I think that that's, that's such a great one too mm-hmm. because you know what's best for you. We've said this before. Your parents don't know what's best for you. Sorry, parents. And neither do your friends. It's, you need to just trust your gut. Bloody oath. I'm all about that. Okay. I'm just going to throw a few little recommendations out there because I've got two books that I really, really have loved reading. And the first one is by Eckhart Tolle. Um, It's called The Now. And a quote that he says was, realize deeply that the present moment is all you have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. We love that. We live for that sort of shit. Yeah. And then another book that I really love, I think it was one of my favorite books that I've ever read. And it's called The 5am Club. And it's by Robin Sharma. Any books by Robin Sharma that I've read are great. He writes another one called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, Unreal. Um, so there's a few little recommendations for you guys if, you, if you're bookworm or the bookworms out there. I know Elodie won't read them. No, but I was going to yeah. say, do we have to hear um, about the 5am club every episode? <laughs> have we spoken about that before? I feel like I've heard it 17 times. I think I just tell you about it all the time. I rave about it. I love it. <laughs> have Look, we really? I can't talk. I need to bloody read a book. Um, but, yeah, literally be present. At least I know your ears work. Yeah, no, I listen. Like, I just, yeah, I, I do listen, doll. Um, <laughs> definitely being present. Chump definitely taught me how to be present. Sometimes he'd just, like, knock on my head and be like, where are you? Like, wake up. You're in fucking fairyland. And, mm-hmm. yeah, since he's been gone, I'm just, like, be present. Like, be in the moment. So then you can respond to the situation instead of thinking too far mm-hmm. ahead about what's happening in five minutes. Be in the now. You know, so important. It's nothing worse than speaking to someone who is not present, not there. I hate that. Um, do you know what's a massive one which we need to touch on? And that's body image in this, the current climate that we're bloody in with Instagram, social media, yeah. everyone flaunting their stuff. 
And you feel like a... Yeah, I wonder if like looking back now, like where, when we were in our early 20s compared to yeah. girls that are in their early 20s now, what they would be like when they're our age. Oh, God. Because we didn't have... Growing up, we never had Instagram. We didn't have TikTok. We didn't have any of those. I actually want to do one of those um, filter, those filter things on Instagram where it's like, oh yeah, no filter, filter. And it's just so crazy how people yeah. can create these personas and cre- create totally. these images of themselves that are just not them. And that's yeah. what I think young girls need to understand that anything that you see online, even if it doesn't look like no. it's been touched up, it can actually have been touched up. Like there's so many apps out there. Yeah, but people paint a picture of their lives as well. Like, like it's not always about, you know, what people look like. Like, people will flaunt, you know, all their designer shit all over mm-hmm. social media and you'll be there watching it, feeling like the poorest person and comparing yourself to that person, that person's house, that person's money, that person's companies that they've set up. And just it's so not healthy to do that. Again, the grass but, is yeah. not always greener. A lot of the time they've got more problems and stress and they're actually not happy yeah. because they're on here having to flaunt it and, and just, money, just literally everything like people are like to me and yeah I, I we're all guilty of this but mm-hmm. people are like to me Minnie's so amazing she doesn't cry ever she's always asleep and mate she is squawking 99% of the time but when she's like that I'm just not filming her because my hands are tight trying to wrangle her mm-hmm. when she's asleep is when I can get the good content of her yeah. <laughs> like physically you know yeah, what I mean no no I know and people are always like to me how are you so happy all the time after you've been through all this shit and I'm again when I'm crying when I'm having a moment but very few people see that. I, or, you know, I'm not filming it for you guys to see on my stories. And I could do that to be more real. But when I'm in those moments, I just – I don't think to pick up the phone and do it. Mm. So, yeah, don't – don't everything that you see is definitely not what you get. Yeah, 100%. And it's just – it is very hard to talk about that body image topic on here because it was so different to what we had and we just didn't have anything to compare to. But – yeah, if you can mm. try your best, maybe even if if it's just a matter of having some like no, what's like turn off your phone of an yeah. evening or, you know, try mm. and get some time out from social media or, yeah. you know, maybe once a month you, you're not on it over the weekend or just just try your best to have the downtime and off it so you're not constantly all over it and, yeah, and it, yeah. watching what everyone else is doing. It's like – I it, like having that. Social media is Detox. like a bloody – Betty Crocker cake mix box because you go and try and make it and it looks nothing like the fucking photo. Don't you reckon? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Everyone's just catfishing good, you, doll. Good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Or like, you know, <laughs> when was, you go was, to drive. I was waiting to see where that Betty Crocker box was going. You I go to like, drive through and like the burgers look that good oh, and yeah, then, then you, you get, get your it, pussy like, little burger and you're like, fuck me, there's barely a pickle on this. Or it's like smeared up the side of the box. (laughs) Like the pictures, you know. It's not real life, doll. So, look, we say this all the time, but find your tribe and love them hard. You just give back to the people. Drown them. Drown them in love. Smother them. Tackle them. I know it's an – I feel like I – I don't know. Do you – like – I, I really appreciate everyone around me. Like yeah, I'm you not do. don't be afraid to be like, I love you. Thank you for everything you do. Like give back like I just think appreciate yeah, those got, around you. Don't take advantage of if you've don't, got some good yeah. friends. And even if it's just yeah. a handful of them, then that's fine. You don't oh. need to have a, a huge, huge, quality huge tribe. over quantity. Quality over quantity. Absolutely. All about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people said, oh, how do you have so many friends? Rah, rah, rah. But mate, don't compare 
I like we have some really 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 good friends and then we have a we do have a big group of everyone else and they are all awesome but if you've just got you've got a couple of key friends one good friend is better than 20 mediocre fucking friends mm-hmm. I fully agree with 100%. you a hundred percent and also when it comes to friends don't let them con you into pyramid schemes <laughs> fully <laughs> period schemes are not the answer no they are not I have been absolutely yeah. roped into a few oh. decent pyramid schemes <laughs> By friends. No, but yeah. and, and by randoms. I remember when I was like just finished school, I was like to mum, I've got this random message of me on Facebook, mum, saying I can make all this money. I just have to do this and that. And she's like, mate, if it sounds too good to be true, it definitely is. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, people sell you the bloody dream, but – so for those who don't know what a pyramid scheme is, a pyramid scheme is when people come and they ask you for money and they think that they it's basically if you look if you imagine what a pyramid looks like, the guy at the top's making all the money and then you trickle down the tree and you're meant to bring people it underneath yeah. your tree and it's torture. I've been in honestly I've been in a few You've and been they in a few. I I've lost a couple of grand definitely to pyramid schemes. Yeah, for what sure. A, one was like a travel one. Oh, that one was a real brutal one. That was that was one. It was called. Um, actually, Global I'm not even going to talk about. It. I don't want to talk about it. It's like yeah, it it's, was like I've it got was PTSD. Like Chloe Worldwide or something. <laughs> it wasn't. It was called Chloe Worldwide. No, I wasn't. <laughs> PTSD from that one. Eh? No, I do. Um, <laughs> why? why? No, why? I no you know no. From don't Step you're Brothers? stressing me out. You know from I Step hate Brothers? pyramid schemes. They freak me out. You know don't ever do it, people. They're <laughs> a scam and they're illegal. So don't do them. I'm just thinking about like on Step I'd have Brothers so much when they like money. put the projector up and the parents are trying to eat dinner and yes. the two like dodo exactly Step Brothers are just like <laughs> presenting prestige worldwide. Oh worldwide. my god, seriously, far out. Yeah. No, if it sounds too good to be true, it it's 100%. generally is. Yeah, so don't even go down that fucking rabbit hole. It's hilarious. Um, and a lot of people were asking us about as well when we were younger and growing up how we used to fund things, and. I I bought my first car. Did you buy your first yeah. car? You Do you remember what you about? had? What did you I have? Thought, I had oh Nigel. It was a little Nigel. Um, yeah, did you Mazda two. A little one of the little box white box ones. Oh, Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Gets, yeah, I had. A, I got one. a Hyundai, a little green jelly bean so, gets. Yeah, we both had little cute cars. It's like seven grand or something back then. That's like a lot of money for mm. a Hyundai. Your mum was eleven. Bought it off my papa. Mm. Yeah, first cars, and then I. Saved up for that. Got out mm. my a personal loan. Oh yeah, about yes. loans. Um, take them, take them out if you need them for sure. But make sure you got a job to repay them to yeah. make the repayments. Yeah. You don't want to be taking out loans and then having to take a loan to pay the loan because I actually know people that have done that. No, I actually know the that people would that have like all the time. Take a loan to pay your credit card off. And yeah, stuff. yeah, I actually think I, I actually think, have you done that? Yeah, but not in a bad way. But because I'm so like I was always about like numbers and stuff in my head. So I was always shopping around with best interest rates. I'm a full nerd. So if I was if I had a bank loan that was I was paying X amount of interest on, but then I could get. Oh, if I had no, sorry, if I had a credit card and I was paying X amount of interest on my credit card, but then I could get a bank loan and I could be paying less interest, I would get the bank loan out, pay the credit card off, and then pay the bank loan, <gasps> pay the bank loan off because I was I was making money back. I've basically. still to this day never actually had a credit card, and people really? were like, "That's so not right," because you want to spend on the credit card and pay and it back so rating. it looks good. Yeah. I don't know. I've never done it. it scared me. It's I used scary. to. I used to like get the American Express credit cards, and I I. There's like one for, with zero percent, um, zero interest. per annum. No, no, you, there's interest. But like I used to, I used to be a freak and try and collect frequent flyer points because you get 
not that you get fucking anything from wow. from it. You don't get nearly enough. But basically, I would have it set up so I would put everywhere that I could take that would take American Express. I would put everything on American Express, but then I would have it set up so it would direct debit straight out of my bank account at the end of each month. So I was never actually paying interest because I was paying it good off boy. every month. Yeah. So get a credit card and be a good boy about yes. it if you're going to. Yes. Be a smart boy. Do you remember back in the day, like you used to not go, like right now I pretty much go out for breakfast, lunch and dinner. I spent all my money on food. Biggest, like I regret it every day, but I still do it the next day. I mean, I might try and learn how to not do that. I do cook I don't too. do that. I'm very big I, about, I, I do my grocery shopping and I like cooking at home. And, and I used try- to. Yeah, used to I'm, cook not a, lot. I'm not a big like. I like to go out and wine and dine for sure. Do not get me wrong, I mean, but I'm yeah. not someone that would go out and have like just like lunch because I. Cause I'm I exaggerating. Can. I don't mean like every day, but so much money goes to food for me. It's fucking dumb. So yes, I mean I should practice what I preach, but definitely could add up a lot of money that I would have that people we should save on not buying food out. Yeah, we have a listener question here as well, and it says. Um, Moving in with your partner and splitting bills and groceries, etc. How do you go about doing that? Uh, we were never. I. I. I definitely know people that would move in together with their partners, and they'd have this big debacle about splitting bills. Like you owe mm. me five dollars and you owe me this. I've know? always had everything joint with Chum. Right. However, okay. what from the from forever really? But what what I I would do, and I know like our friends do that that have everything separate. Is like you have because because if you live together, you do have like a joint card. Like go and set up a like an ING account where each week you pay two hundred bucks into that account. And that's where your groceries and mm-hmm. stuff like that come out together. Or even if you two are going out for dinner together, you pay on that card because you both put into mm-hmm. it. I've always been so big on paying for stuff, and like mm. I think a lot of people would look at us and be like, "Oh, you know, Paul's you know making money and he's traveling the world and all this." Like, Chloe just must get it all. But like, I'm I'm very, very, very strict with like, no, I need to pay for, you know, half of everything. She's a big boy with her own money. You know, you most as much as I possibly can. I obviously don't have a proper full time job and a proper crazy career like he does. Fucking full time? Are you kidding? I've been no, but you know what I mean. Like, where I've been self employed my whole life, I've never had a consistent wage where someone's paying me. I'm always paying myself, but generally, most of the time, I'd be keeping all the money in the business. So. I haven't been able to build mm. up as much savings as I would, you know. I've actually saved up quite a lot of money. But, yeah, I'm very, very big about I like to buy my own stuff as well. I don't mm. like Paul and I. It's not just all him. So Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah, so advice to the listeners would be. It's, 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 it's a case-by-case like, it's a case it's by a case, case, by case your partner and it just depends on your relationship with your partner yeah. and how what what he he might be very think very strongly about joining bank accounts and you yeah. might not and I think it's just all about compromise you need to mm. sit down together you need to talk it out you need to I'm all about yeah. like writing down the pros, writing down the cons and just coming to a mutual agreement Yeah, um, you because you might not both want to do it and that's fine it's so fine yeah. like I don't do it. But you just have to be honest with each other and, and you have to have your bills that you're paying and then he has to have his bills yeah. that he's paying. Don't let someone mooch off you as well. Like we yeah. have another question. My partner can never afford to travel because he sucks at saving. Do I keep paying? No. No, mate. Cut him off. Cut him off at That's the minibar. Absolute. He is not 
getting paid to fucking travel with you anymore. He can pull his weight. Yeah, that's stupid. I just ain't a big fat note. I'd even be considering that, reconsidering that relationship. If I had a partner that was just like, yeah. Don't be silly. He's a mooch. Yeah, no, we don't do mooches. No, yeah. But then another another thing that another thing that people were asking was like, okay, so I do join the bank accounts. How do I buy silly stuff that I want to buy that, like, my partner – I don't want my partner to know about? Oh, darling. You, ha- you can you tell us obviously this I never had this because Trump was a fucking legend. But um, you always have – like, everyone tells eBay. you this. Every, uh, everyone says, you have another account on the side that you need to get your tings, whatever you get done to your head and stuff done. <laughs> like, chicks have their things that they do. You have another account for that to buy your things that you don't want him seeing. A hundred percent. Okay. I mean, chicks even have different addresses, like their friends' addresses that they send all the packages Stop. to that they buy. Yeah, they, they don't want their husband seeing all the packages that they oh bloody buy God. themselves every day. And afterpay as well, dullings. Don't you reckon everyone just whacks it on afterpay? The husbands don't know. Absolutely. Don't, don't be know. silly. Really? But also, do you know what's <laughs> another really good one in – um, I remember when I was working full time and my employer would set this up and someone I worked with was always having her – and this is a thing you can ask your employer if you're on a salary, I'm 99% sure you can do this. You can say to them, um, can you pay like, you know, 70% of my salary into this account? So maybe your joint, your joint account with your partner and then 30% or – whatever into this separate account and it's I just an automatic thing that, that they can I thought that can, was something that you had to do yourself I'm at 99.9% bit of admin no it's a set up once thing if you're on a salary and they can put like x amount even if it's a hundred bucks into this account per week and the rest can go there Sneaky. and it's just a press of a button for them like it's just sneaky society. Because you can set up as well um, to pay extra tax each sal- each mm. pay cycle so that you get yeah, more pay, back. At, you know, it's just go. like that. It's just like setting up something like that. It's easy peasy. Yeah. And then I feel like the number one finance tip that I have for people, and I loved it, and Elodie's definitely not read it, but if anyone's read The Barefoot Investor, they've got it as an audio book, but I would recommend reading it because it has a lot of gra- graphs and charts and like – I think it's funny because whenever I'm at the supermarket or wherever I'm out and I see someone with that orange ING card, I'm like, they've read The Barefoot Investor because mm. he saves you so much money, especially when you're traveling. If you're going overseas, 100% get an ING orange card because it refunds you any bank fees or any conversion rates. So you one. can go to every single ATM anywhere and you know it's like sometimes it costs you like 20 bucks to get money out in like European ATMs and they'll just go straight into your bank account and Stop. refund them 20 bucks. It's amazing. Wow. But another thing that like there's so many topics that he covers in this book and I, I've, I've written a few of them down and a few of them are saving up a six-figure house deposit in 20 months like these are legit strategies mm. that he feeds you word for word and a lot of people have got a lot of success out of reading his books um doubling your income using the trapeze strategy saving seventy-eight thousand dollars on your mortgage and wiping seven years off your payments sounds a bit too good to be true no though. seriously if you read the book you would understand that but you have to follow it to a t okay um, and then finding a financial advisor that doesn't rip you off and then handing your kids or grandkids a $140,000 check on the 21st birthday. And it's very easy. Me. You need to go and get that Is it book. like a dollar a week situation? It's something like that. I honestly haven't read it for a few years, but I learned so much from it and I loved it. You know, it was actually a little bit tricky for me to follow it to a T because I wasn't based in Australia and you, you do have to have like a consistent, like you almost – 
You can do it from yourself, but it's more so if you're getting paid a salary or a mm. wage from a company, it tells you how to split your money and make these different little accounts for like your holiday account or your mortgage account. And mm. it's very good. I would and highly smart, recommend that book. Smart little investments. Like if you buy the damn coffee machine, if it means you won't buy coffee every day. I mean, look, I bought the coffee machine and I still buy coffee every day, but <laughs> I'm a dumbass. But if, if you are one of those people that can buy the coffee machine and then not buy your coffee every day, you're going to save so much money when you add that up every year. Like mm-hmm. people save like 1500 on coffee. I've been making coffees at home. I just don't think they ever taste the same though. Oh, they're not don't as you young. reckon? No. It's not as like creamy no. and frothy. Just remember, we're going to be learning forever. Like until the day you die, you're still learning. No one's got everything figured out. And I think it all just merges into one. So don't think you have to have it all figured out by your 20s. Yeah. We hope that we spoke about a lot of topics that even just have kind of made you curious to look into Mm. more, especially in the finance side of things. I was really interested in that when I was in my 20s. And I, like I said, I was always like looking at ways to save money or looking at like different Mm. investments and don't do the pyramid scheme. But yeah, we think that there's a lot of information in there that you guys should be able to get out of and definitely buy the books and get your head into those books because I love them. Definitely get your head into the books because when you think about it, men, you don't really know shit. (laughs) But here's our two bobs worth dolls. Oh, trip down memory lane. It was a little trip down memory lane, wasn't it? With our our little cars, our little... Bubble cars. So cute. You had the green Anyway, on that note, we're going to go now. All right, peace. (laughs) Bye. Welcome to our Asking for a Friend segment. Yes, Asking for a Friend. (laughs) You ask, we tell, right here, right now. So if you have a question, you can head to the link in our bio on Instagram or we'll put it in our show notes. Send us the questions and we will answer them for your ear holes. So, the first question that we have today... Isn't there just one question today? Oh, no, there's two. Is there two? Yeah, I've got two. Okay. Because I couldn't pick. Okay, go. Okay, so the first question I have is, I feel like I'm too young, I'm 23, to start a family with my fiancé, but it's all that I think about. You're having a laugh. If you're thinking about it, go for it. Yeah, and that's what I reckon as well. Like, if I, I've, I've known forever that I want a kid, and I would have had a kid whether I liked it or not, like if I was in my early 20s, if I fell pregnant. So I think that you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. And like we've said so many times, like you do you, if you and your partner want to have a family, that is fine. Think about having a family when you're in your early 20s, how cool that would be. Because then when you're 40, then you guys can fuck off and do your traveling. Yeah, absolutely. And enjoy when all your friends have got like 10-year-olds, you're like, see ya. You can do it the other way around. You can do it the other way around and, like, you know, you will have saved up all this money and you will be able to go Mm. on, like, cruise around the Greek islands and, yeah. If if you're saying that's all you you think about, I think there's a pretty good indicator that that's – you're pretty keen. Yeah, I agree. And don't be afraid. You're not really too young. You are an adult. Like, as we said, no one really knows what they're doing, right? Start the family, sis. Yeah, go for it, doll. Um, Okay, and my – Second question that I have here is how to not be awkward when going to more social outings. I'm very introverted and spent 18 to 21 not going out or drinking and I'm starting to feel so awkward and have a lot of anxiety. Oh, the poor egg. You know what? I think a lot of people, and sorry, I shouldn't say the poor egg, a lot of people have social anxiety. 
like yeah, yeah. a lot of people just act. We've tough got a lot of friends in our group that are, they've got a lot that have got social anxiety. Totally, and it's as simple as them saying, "Hey, Elle, I'm I feel a bit anxious about going to the thing this other. Can we go together?" And we're like, "Fucking oath, we can go Brief together." them in, yeah. Give them a rundown. Not really feeling it. I'm feeling a bit anxious. I'm feeling a bit nervous. I don't yeah. know about being around this group. And ninety nine point nine percent of the time, your mate will have your back. Yeah, and once you get there, it's it's like the fear of getting there. And once you get there, you talk to like two people, and you feel like you definitely do feel better. Mm-hmm. And it, and you sometimes you do just have to throw yourself in the deep end. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with being introverted. We yeah have all been there. We've all had anxiety. Sometimes, like Elle said, you just don't want to go to the party, and you don't have to go to the party. Yeah, but if you want to go, lots of people have social anxiety. Yeah, don't so you might that. find someone else there that's feeling the same as you. So if you can speak to a few people and. Yeah, I'm sure you feel much lighter. It's all from us today. If you have any questions as well, don't forget you can head to the link in our bio on our Instagram and send them in. <laughs>